Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of uh, Fan Faces with your boy Amadou. Amadou the Great. I'm out here grinding, you know. <laughs> Let's get the show on the road. Today's topic. Well, before today's topic, I've had a good week, you know. Weather's, uh, the weather in Rochester should be bipolar. Started out with a nice sunny day. Ended up with a gloomy, gloomy evening. But we'll take that in stride because that's all that's been given to us. Uh, gotta keep pushing. But uh, welcome to another great episode of Fan Faces. We missed out on you guys last week, but uh, we're gonna take this week and run with it. And I'm gonna have a great episode for you guys. Andrew is away, but while he's away, I'm gonna take it and run with it. It's all right. I got us. All right, but uh, <clears throat> some of the topics I'll be getting into today, we got the NBA playoffs, we got the XFL playoffs happening, well, the championship game coming next week, the playoffs happened last week, and we got a show that I watched on Netflix called Beef, and a pretty good show, uh, we'll jump right in here, all right? The NBA playoffs have been happening. What's it? Uh, they started at uh, uh, beginning of uh, end of April, beginning of May. Now it's the uh, conference semis before they get to the conference finals. So from the west side, it's uh, <laughs> two low seeds. It's LeBron's Lakers. They're the seventh seed going against uh, Steph's Golden State Warriors. Who are, who are, I believe, to be the sixth seed. And then you got Phoenix going against Denver. You got Kevin Durant going against uh, 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 Djokovic. And then that's on the west side. You got, uh, what's it called? On the east side, you got the Celtics going against the 76ers. And then you got Miami going against the Knicks. Miami is making a strong case for being one of the better teams Really, one of the strong teams uh, in terms of like play and in terms of like you know effort. They're really giving it to the Knicks. The Knicks being the higher seed too, and that's you know that's not usual, but especially in basketball, because in seven game series, usually the higher seed wins, and usually the higher seed is the better team. Miami, Jimmy Butler, and all the cast of misfits that we've never heard of that they put together. They seem to really, really be doing getting the job done. They knocked off Miami, knocked off last year's champ, and the Milwaukee Bucks smacked them, uh, gave them basically a gentleman sweep and kicked them, knocked them out of there, and then decided to go ahead and take on the New York Knicks. And uh, they're, I mean, <clears throat> the series uh, is even-ish, but it looks like Miami may walk away with this. And that'd be a very big surprising as they're the eighth seed at that. And that doesn't doesn't usually happen in basketball. So that's very, very surprising to me. And quite shocking to be honest. But the better team, the the better team and the better coach team when it comes to strategy, because in a, in the championship games and in these in the playoffs, it's basically inches, not feet. And uh and Miami's really showing that they're capable. Uh, you got another team that's surprising me before the playoffs started. I mean, not even before the playoffs started, before the second round started. I was completely confident that 
they were going to get swept. They were going to get smacked around. They weren't going to be able to do anything that they wanted to do. And uh, I felt all in my heart that they were going to get swept. And that is, that is the... <clears throat> That is uh, the the uh, what's Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James and company. I thought for sure, for sure that they were going to get swept. But right now, they're leading the series two to one against Golden State, and that is a surprise to me. Seeing as Golden State has all these shooters, got Steph, got Clay, got Jordan Poole, and got uh, Draymond. Well, Draymond's not much of a shooter. He's more of an enforcer. But they got all these guys. And it just shocks me to my core that they're actually in this game, in this series. And Golden State's going to have to win, take back two games on the road. Well, one game on the road and then one game at home to basically take back charge of the series. Or else it's going to be a long series for them. LeBron and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is playing hurt, playing through pain, which doesn't usually happen. And that is very surprising that he's just like toughening up this time around. And I am very, very, very um surprised, to be honest with you. And I honestly, I mean, the first game, I was like, oh, that's a fluke. You know, it's not going to happen again. Game two, game two happens. Golden State runs away with it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that. Seems more like it. Then game three happens. The Lakers run away with it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. The Lakers are not supposed to do this well. They're not supposed to be even competitive in this series. And somehow, some way, they're ultra competitive and they're winning their matchups. And that is great for them. And maybe this could be the other team that LeBron and company, LeBron Anthony Davis, and Rui Hachimura and the rest of them could possibly take to Western Conference Championship and maybe face, if they win, they could possibly face the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference Championship. And that'd be insane. And that might possibly give LeBron and company the chance to actually make it to an NBA championship. And wow, that's just all surprising. But uh, I'm also surprised that Phoenix is having such a hard time with Denver. Phoenix has Devin Booker, Chris Paul, uh, 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 KD, Kevin Durant, kind of the plug-and-play guy in, 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 in basketball. You could put him in any team, anywhere. He could just hit a stride and go. And that totally surprises me that KD and company are having such a tough time with the Denver Nuggets. That's not something that you usually see happening. And I am completely surprised. But... It's not, I mean, it's not such a big surprise. I mean, Denver, after all, is the number one seed. And uh, being the number one seed, you kind of have to be decent, you know, and you kind of have to have players, and they have players, and they're decent. And uh, they really mesh well together, playing style-wise against Phoenix Suns. And if Phoenix doesn't make it to the semifinal, I mean, to the conference finals, it will be a very big disappointment. It'd be a very big disappointment seeing as all along they thought they were one piece away and all they had to do was plug Kevin Durant in. Once they plug him in, everything will be all right. But turns out they're not one piece away and they might be punching above their weight class right now. And that's not looking to be good. Seeing as during the trade deadline, they traded the farm away to get Kevin Durant. And 
it's not paying back the dividends that they assumed it would. And that is very, very, very surprising. But we'll see how the series go. They're relatively youngish right now, but we'll see how it goes. And also, the Celtics, I mean, they're leading the series against uh, the 76ers, but 76ers got some players, and uh, they could possibly, the Philadelphia 76ers in basketball could possibly uh, uh, tie the series up or, you know, make it uncomfortable for for Boston. Boston being uh, the runner-up. Uh, well, they were the runner-up last year. The Milwaukee Bucks won the year before against Phoenix. Boston was a runner-up last year. Wow, time flies. I must be having fun. I hope you guys are having fun too. <laughs> but uh, on to uh, other topic. Well, actually, James Harding is being typical James Harding in the playoffs. Sometimes he shows up. Sometimes he doesn't. He's never quite the player in the playoffs. But he's always super, super awesome in the regular season. Here's a controversial take. James Harding could go join a team full of superstars and be like the sixth man coming off the bench. Uh, he could be a guy coming off the bench like he did when he was with uh, uh, the Thunder, Oklahoma City Thunder with KD and Russ and him coming off the bench. I think that'd be better for him for his legs during the regular season. And then in the playoffs, hopefully he can go off. But right now, He's up, he's down. He's up, he's down. His lows are really low. His highs are really high. And him and Joel Embiid, shout out to Joel Embiid for winning MVP. Uh, they need to just find a way to make it work so that they can at least make it to conference championship game because it seems like it's a wealth of talent in Philly and it's all going to go to waste. And that won't that can't bode out well for the owners or for the coaching staff at all whatsoever. But uh, all in all, the NBA playoffs have almost felt like the NFL playoffs, <laughs> where the lower seeds that nobody's thinking can do anything is doing something, and they're shocking the world, surprising fans, and uh, kudos to them. That is uh, LeBron James and uh, company, uh, the Lakers. That is Jimmy Butler and company, the Miami Heat. And yeah, man, and that is... Uh, that's it for basketball. Let's uh, jump on to the next topic here. A surprising topic. The XFL playoffs started last weekend. And they're going to go and they have a week off this week. But they're going to ha- play their championship game this coming weekend. And the championship game, I believe, is between the DC Defenders. And it's going to be played on the 13th, the day before Mother's Day. And that's going to be a fun time. But it's going to be played between uh, the D.C. Defenders and Arlington Renegades. D.C. Defenders coach won coach of the year in the XFL. So, you know, this might be their championship uh, to lose. But Arlington Renegades, they got some players too, I believe. I will definitely be watching that. And But here's here's a surprise for me. A.J. McCarron, the journeyman quarterback from Alabama... Uh, I believe got drafted into uh, got drafted either by the Cincinnati Bengals or the Tennessee Titans. I'm not sure. Can't remember that far back for him. But AJ McCarron won MVP in the XFL, and there's now all the talk whether he could come back to the NFL and play. And I'll say hell to the no. He cannot come back to the NFL and play. That speed of football in the XFL fits him. 
and it works out very well for him. But he's not NFL ready. He never was. Whenever he got on the field, it always looked very scrambled. It looked like he wasn't ready or capable of processing information necessarily as quick as was needed. And the fact that he came out of a Nick, Sa- Nick Saban uh, run team in college, even though he did play in the SEC, doesn't bode well for him in the NFL because in, Nick Sab- in a Nick Saban run uh, team, it's mostly, well, in the past, it's been known to play a lot of defense, run the ball, and throw, throw uh, uh, limitedly. Don't throw, throw sparingly. Don't throw often. And if that's a case, AJ, I mean, it's not if that's a case. That has, that was a case with AJ McCarron. He came to the NFL and just, I don't, I don't see him popping year five, year six later, six years later. It's not, that's not what's going to happen for him. So he's found his home as far as playing football goes. And that's if he wants to play and be a starter. But if he wants to be a backup to somebody, he can come back to the NFL and they'll gladly take him. But if he wants to be a starter playing in the XFL or the USFL might be more his speed. And that's completely okay. But he won the XFL League MVP. And congratulations to AJ McCarron. I'm not a big fan, but but he did the job that was asked of him. He led his team and did it like a champ. And uh he has three sons, and that's surprising too. <laughs> Catherine Webb got babies by AJ McCarron. Look up Catherine Webb. She's a she's a looker, and AJ McCarron uh, may not have been a super. He's not a superstar as far as quarterbacks go, but he's a superstar as far as snatching up a, a young bad one. YBO man, he snatched her up, and she is woof smokehouse. All right. So, speaking of speak, continuing the football lane, <clears throat> a couple of weeks back, I had an argument with a, a buddy, a friend of mine's cousin. <laughs> we were going back and forth about concussion and all, and Tua and all that. When it comes to concussion, quarterbacks and everybody else completely different roles, right? Quarterbacks are the faces of franchises. Running backs are not anymore. Offensive linemen are not. Receivers, rarely. Quarterbacks are the faces of franchises. So if a quarterback wants to sacrifice your life, well, I mean, if you have enough concussions, you're basically sacrificing your life for uh, generational wealth, which doesn't make any sense at all. Because the potential of having CTE, like basically we were talking, you could have CTE or earn generational wealth. I don't want to die slowly while I watch my body die or my mind die, uh, watch my my body shrivels up because CTE does that to you. your body shrivels up your body you, you you're watching your body die due to all these traumatic brain hits all these traumatic hits to the head that you've had and once CTE is set up what CTE hits your body slowly dies and you're watching it die no amount of money is worth that to me I'd much rather stay alive, live a regular life, than go earn generational wealth. Even if I'm not a superstar quarterback, I played enough football to be able to parlay my skills off the field. I don't need to stay on the field to show what I could have done, how I could have done it. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you live a long, 
fruitful, healthy life and make memories, spend time with the people that you love, do things with the people that you love and form the bonds that you want to form and uh, not be taken too soon due to CTE or due to so many hits to the head, so many traumatic brain injuries, so many, so many traumatic hits to the head that uh, you basically are a vegetable. You know you're dying. You know you're withering away and you can't do absolutely anything about it. Basically, long story short, Tua Tagovailoa, if basically anybody has to, if basically all somebody has to do is stare at you and you are freezing up and you're like locked up on the floor and you can't move, you shouldn't be playing football anymore. It is not in your best interest to play football. What's in your best interest to uh, is for you to parlay your skills that you have on the field, off the field, and maybe go be a, broad, a broadcaster or something or start you know, running football camps, start your own business. You've made enough money to be able to go start your own football uh, uh, camp or your own football training facility. If you want to do that, you have enough of a name to go back to Hawaii and, uh, you know, train train up the next generation. You earn your money another way. You don't need to earn your money punishing your body, punishing your brain and hoping that all will be all right. It won't. You will definitely, definitely be the loser, be the one that loses when it comes to uh, concussions. You uh, NFL quarterbacks are the face of the league. Offensive linemen, it's not that we don't care about you, but we're not thinking, when we think about a Miami, we're not thinking about uh, the offensive line. We're thinking about Tua. We're thinking about Tyreek Hill. We're thinking about Jalen Waddle. We're not thinking about offensive linemen. When we think about the Buffalo Bills, we're thinking about Josh Allen. We're thinking about Stephon, <clears throat> Stephon Diggs. We're not thinking about the offensive linemen that we don't even know their names. They're not marketed. So if you're a quarterback and you still have some, you know, uh, you still have your wits about you and you find out that you're very prone to concussions, it's time for you to step away. Time for you to take another road and uh, keep it pushing. There's no reason for you to risk your life and hope that generational wealth is the main reason. It doesn't do anything for you at the end of the day. The people that you love much would much rather have you around than all that money and being sad about it. So that's my advice for Tua. And that's my advice for pretty much any NFL player out there that uh, that uh, is that has a potential to get CTE or that's prone to concussion, that's prone to basically just take the fetal position the moment you get hit or the moment somebody looks at you wrong. But uh, on to uh, popular culture news. We got uh, a move, a show on Netflix called Beef. Basically, it's a... I, let me give you a little synopsis here. It's a, it's a good show. It's based upon basically what happens when you take the wrong... When you take, you have options in life. You could take the good road or you could take the bad road. And if you take the bad road, basically a bunch of things could happen that you could prevent, but you choose not to. And you keep going down that rabbit hole. And beef shows that perfectly. It all started from an incident of road, road rage. And each time they're trying to get back at each other, they're up in the ante, up in the ante, up in the ante. Basically, the lesson there is... <clears throat> Choose your battles. Not every battle is worth, you know, not every battle is worth uh, 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 
your effort. You just got to look at it for what it is and pick up your little bits and pieces and keep it pushing because there's way more things you could be doing in life than, you know, deciding that a road rage is the way to be and stand all be all. You must get this person. doesn't matter. They don't care. And you can go ahead and live your life and be fruitful about it. And another thing on the popular culture here, supposedly Kanye West, my man, opened up a Yeezy store right next to uh, an Adidas store. And, well, Kanye was the biggest, it makes sense. He was the biggest contributor to Adidas uh, since ever. When they broke their ties with them, it hurt Adidas badly. They're still shoes not sold. So it only makes sense that he shows them, I, I, I'm com- I'm coming and I'm coming for your I'm coming for your neck. And Adidas better watch out. Maybe Yeezys, maybe the uh, maybe part of the top three shoe brands in America. You got Nike, you got Reebok, you got a, you got Yeezys instead of Adidas, or Fila instead of uh, Yeezys instead of uh, uh, yeah Adidas. So that'd be interesting. And uh, what else is happening in popular culture? We got uh, we we got we got the Grand Prix happening in my happen in Miami F one. I don't really pay attention to F one, but uh, lots of things going down in Florida. Disney Disney is uh, Disney is fighting with Governor Ron DeSantis. <laughs> DeSantis is trying to take advantage of his uh, powers, Governor, and Disney's not letting him. They have an ironclad contract that's uh, holding a uh, holding a. Uh, uh, Ron DeSantis is bored hostage. Another thing going on in popular culture, you got chat GPT. It keeps improving. The AI learning keeps learning and learning and learning. And uh, it even made a song with Drake and The Weeknd, aka uh, a la London on the beat or Metro Booming on the track. <laughs> it did it so well that everybody was fooled and thought, it was a new Drake and the Weekend song, but it really wasn't. And so Universal got really pissed and uh, banned every social media, every streaming outlet to not play the song. And uh, basically, AI is coming for everybody. All the creatives, AI is coming for. So since it's ever evolving and ever learning, if you're creative, get familiar, man. Like us in the pod, like me in the podcast space, get familiar because. Chat GPT is coming. There's all these AI tools out there now that you can use to really just like shoot yourself out there to everybody. The sky's the limit, really. The sky's the limit for AI. Well, that's all, folks. Uh, it's been a great show. And today's episode is sponsored by 19 Strings for the Harp. Go support it. Check it out on Amazon. And uh, Andrew would really appreciate it. And you got uh, Fan Faces. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. Follow on YouTube. Follow on uh, uh, follow on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube and uh, buy nineteen uh, fan faces and uh, share our content. Share fan faces the podcast. You can find it on all streaming platforms. And uh, that's really it, folks. Today's been a good day. For fan faces, I am Amadou, Amadou the Great. I hope you had a nice time with me and all my content. Uh, Today's the best show to date. And hope you uh, feel the same way. Share it with a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, 
that's it folks have a nice day